Hello and welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, where two guys in their early 40s look at the latest trends in entertainment and quite possibly declare what in God's name is wrong with the world these days. Or perhaps if they're lucky, they'll say, wow, there's some hope for humanity after all. I'm your host, Bill Scurry, a filmmaker, arthritic whiskey drinker in New York, and I'm joined by my co-host Noah Tarno of The Big Quiz Thing. Noah Tarno, how are you? I am good, my friend. How's it going, Ace? It's going all right. We're, we're muddling through, but it's okay. What are we talking about today, Bill? Today, we are discussing a game called Hearthstone. 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 I have seen conflicting reports, whether it's Hearthstone, one word, capital H, lowercase the other letters, or capital H, intercap, capital S in stone, but no space in the middle. I have seen conflicting accounts. As a matter of description, I will uh, read the, the, the small extract I got I ripped off of Wikipedia. Hearthstone is a digital-only collectible card game that revolves around turn-based matches between two opponents using pre-made decks. Hearthstone is purposely designed to exclude card trading. This is heady. Stay with me, everybody. The idea being that it is a downloadable game. You get the sampler. It's almost like a trial. Play it for free. You get a little taste. If you like the game mechanics, you go in on a membership system, but you're essentially playing something akin to Magic the Gathering, except it's not analog. You're playing it with a digital interface. But it is essentially the same thing. You lost me at Hearthstone is up. <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, culturally, Hearthstone is set in Warcraft, uh, which I don't think either of us have had much experience with. I played the original version 1 Warcraft in college, but I wasn't a big fan of the world of the sprawling sensation that was more of a PC game when I was a, a Mac guy and a console-based gamer. And it's worth mentioning the authors of this game are two guys named Derek Sakamoto and Mike Donays. Uh, it's, it's a pretty big thing, and I've you know, got to give somebody credit because it's definitely somebody's brainchild, and uh, you know, that's a pretty big deal. So we both played the game. We both played the sampler, as it were, the, the downloadable client yes. that was for free. I'll throw this to you, Noah Tarno. How did you, uh, what'd you come away from it with? I, I really don't get this, but I never was going to get this. And this is not a function of me being 41 years old. You look at the stuff, the first thing you see are elves and warlocks and witches and spells and all this stuff. And characters are Lore Walker Cho and Jaina Proudmore and Oasis Snapjaw. I see that stuff and um. Out. I've never been into that kind of fantasy. I never liked Lord of the Rings. I didn't really like Harry Potter. For me, my nerdiness was superheroes, a little bit of uh, science fiction. But you get me the fantasy stuff, and I just check out. And adding to that, the fact that, and this is more what I want to talk about, adding that the fact that I was never a Magic the Gathering guy. I wasn't even a D&D guy. The mechanics of games like that always just kind of, I have some, I, as much as I'm a game player, the mechanics of games like that, there was always the sense of aphasia that I just, I could latch on. So Hearthstone, you know, I eventually figured it out with your help. Uh, it's a very simple game in terms of its mechanics, but I still just had trouble wrapping my mind around it. There's a skin issue, right? You're telling me there's a skin issue with the wrapper. You have the, the lore of the idea of the arcane, yes. the Dungeons and Dragons yes. type shit, which has never been in your cultural wheelhouse. Aside from the idea of there being this hoary skin on it, but the mechanics of the game too seem to put you out. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if the skin was something I really loved, you know, if it's you're, you're fighting members of the Justice League or fighting members of the Secret Society of Supervillains, like maybe it would have drawn me in a little more. It's a combination of two things. It's the skin is just, oh, you know, this crap. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I want to get to that. I don't, I don't like Lord of the Rings. I don't think Lord of the Rings is bad. I don't think it's stupid. I don't think it's dumb to like it. I said this about Harry Potter a thousand times. I don't like Harry Potter, but I love that kids loved it. There's definitely imagination there. It's well written. You know, it teaches valuable lessons. It's just not for me. When I say crap, it's just <laughs> not for me. It's well, fine. It's good that the world likes it. I don't think that you should have to uh, separate the skin from the mechanics. There's a lot of bullshit you could actually buy into if you were to put even a Batman on it. I feel like that might be your buy-in for something that you wouldn't have otherwise liked if you at least have this uh, IP on top of it. You know, for, for me, I enjoy all that arcane Dungeons & Dragons shit just fine. I wasn't a huge Dungeons & Dragons player, but uh, I, I should say I wasn't a big tabletop player at Dungeons & Dragons with graph paper and dice and all that. I did play a fair amount of the computer games, the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, uh, uh, anything like that. The, car- the console games were always a big, uh, a big fun thing for me. And for the purpose of this discussion, I feel like the Hearthstone game mechanic is a stand-in for Pokemon. It's a stand-in for Magic. It's a stand-in for a whole generation of games that elapsed while I was busy fucking around on my PlayStation or my Xbox. Right, right, um, right. And I think right around the time I graduated from college is when Magic took off. So you're talking about late 1990s. It was a little earlier. We both graduated in 97. I remember when I was in college, going to the comic book store in my college town, there'd be a bunch of teenagers at like card tables there playing Magic. Yeah, it was 95 at the latest. I okay, think. 95. Fair enough. Um, the idea that that type of game especially I had my first PlayStation 1 by 1997 and that was a big deal And but before that I was already playing you know Genesis it felt to me like watching some kids being on the floor of a comic book store slapping down cardboard cards looked retrograde it, it, it seemed like we're going back yeah. to essentially we, this This is we made fun of Pogs probably 10 years before that and now we're having a game of Pogs with this higher quantifiable uh, game mechanic on top of it where you're talking about throwing down different values and it almost winds up becoming a an analog role-playing game. Here's one wolf who's got six points, and here's a paladin who's got 12 points, and you throw them down, and you affect a fireball card. And I mean, I'm I'm being facetious, but that's not too far off from what the gameplay is like. But apparently, uh, kids had this real interest in it, and I don't know why they went to cards when everyone had the same consoles I did, yet there was something that was very appealing about it, and that it became this huge fever. So step back and look at card games. I mean... Card games, I, I'm no student of this, but I'm sure there are books out there about the history of card games, and we would go back to ancient China or something. I mean, the card game, sitting around playing cards, is a very classic thing that happily has not gone away. I am not opposed to card games in general. Growing up, I loved Millborn. Oh, Millborn's best game. I remember Millborn, uh, sure. Millborn, you get nasty in Millborn, because getting ahead is <laughs> fucking over the other guy. We played that at summer camp, and the games would just get vicious. Like, oh, you're almost at a thousand miles? Fuck you, flat tire. It was really fun. But, you know, you can also play it if you're 11 or whatever. Uh, in fact, I have a tradition when I buy gifts for kids, you know, if I'm staying at a friend's house and they have kids, and I bring gifts for their kids. Any kid who's over 10, I like to get them Millborn. And they usually dig it. I loved Uno as a kid, and now as an adult, you know, I, I think exploding kittens is great have you played exploding kittens no i you know cards against humanity is kind of as far as i've gone cards against humanity is pretty awesome i mean cards against humanity is just dirty apples to apples which is also a good game i i like i like games like that so i feel like the card game is a you know growing up i would play spit and, and rummy and crap like that so i feel like the card game is a universal thing so what what are we talking about when we talk about things like Magic the Gathering and Pokemon and, you know, moving the concept into the digital sphere, Hearthstone? I 
think we are taking the universal card game thing, which everyone almost has in their DNA, and kind of adapting ideas from the video game world into this. The more fluid nature, I mean, most card games are very straightforward. You play a card, you take a card, you know, maybe there's some bluffing and mental prowess involved, e.g. poker, but they're more straightforward. Something like Hearthstone, even with the simple rules, and Pokemon, and Magic, is to give it the sprawling feel of a video game where there are a lot more possibilities. Mm -hmm. Now, why do kids sit on the floor of a comic book store and play these games, rather than, unlike you, hang around on their couch, eating Entenmann's cookies, playing a video game with their hands on their pants alone? Because it is social, and we are social creatures. I, I didn't play much D&D, but I tell you, I would get a, a, together with friends, I still do sometimes, you know this, we do this, and play celebrity or other party games. And there's something far more satisfying about that than sitting home alone and watching a TV show or playing a video game. The social aspect. And I think that's one of the things that supports something like Magic the Gathering and something like Pokemon and something like D&D. We're going kind of left and right here because Hearthstone is something that's usually played alone, but maybe we're flipping back again. We're taking inspiration of these social things and moving it back more in a digital sphere. Well, look, look at you, cultural anthropologist Lewis Leakey here, talking about the human, yes. talking about the human chimpanzee and all of his social aspects. Yeah. Actually, I, th I think it's completely now. Now you, now you got me wanting to read a book about the history of card games. You know <laughs> I, how I, they I, developed in different cultures, and are there any cultures where they don't play card games or uh, no. You know. Are tribes in the Amazon doing similar things with, you know, shells and stuff? You're on solid ground here. and you, I mean, you're talking about the mechanism. Maybe you're describing the thirst rather than what is used to slake it. The idea that you have two people or, or more people playing apart from each other. I think for, for what it's worth, Hearthstone does get to be competitive between people. I mean, the version that we played was just right. against AI. I think at its heart, what you're doing is you're signing up for a game that is against um, flesh and blood. Uh, and, you know, the only reason you would play it is to sort of uh, play a against a person, spar against an actual human deck with a curated uh, set of cards. And I, I guess that's where I get left out of it a little bit, because much like you described my podcasting posture excellently by saying I'm on the couch eating cookies with my hand on my pants, I, exactly the way I play video games, too. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, was, I was speculating. You I pulled the curtain sure, back so. too far, and you've revealed far too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think of gaming, to me, as a meditative activity where I have played a game alone with a controller in my hand since the Atari came around. But, I mean, really, right now I have a, a PlayStation 4 in my, in my TV deck. The idea of biting down into a campaign-based game, either a first-person shooter or something like Grand Theft Auto with its open sandbox, there is something about playing a game alone against AI without being metered by the competition of someone else that uh, is right. intoxicating. I mean, mostly because I figure when you go online and you start competitive gaming in multiplayer environments, you are playing against a child who has better hand-eye or better mental acuity than you, and you're not going to live very long in the world against a competitor so i would much but, rather i would much rather play against dumbed down ai for sure is it there something I mean, I feel like there's a time and a place for both. I mean, if you're doing work and you need a distraction, about 10 minutes of mindless or even slightly mindful gaming, yeah, it's better to play at AI because you don't have to coordinate with some. But for everyone but the most misanthropic hermit, which maybe describes you, Bill, yeah, there reaches yeah. a point where that's not enough. There reaches a point where you want to get out. There reaches a point where you want to be social. You want to, you know, contact people. I mean, for me, it's often because I like women and I haven't seen a woman in 48 hours or something like that. Y you need more. And that's why we have game parties and that's why nerds sit on the floor of a comic book store and play Magic together. Nerds would get together on a Saturday night in 1983 and play Dungeons & Dragons. I think about that lately when I watch Stranger Things on Netflix. Right. You know, the... the 
the core of the show was these 13-year-old kids in 1981 or whatever year it is, and they get together and they play D&D, and that's sort of the launching off point for the whole plot of the series. Right. There is that. Now, I don't know if we're getting too far from Hearthstone here, because you don't get together to play Hearthstone, but I feel like it's informed by that stuff. And the fantasy element that, for whatever reason, has become a hallmark of games like that is definitely what Hearthstone's rooted in. I don't know if this is tangent, but I want to see something very important about Hearthstone, which is, for all my, I don't know, criticism is the right word, but for all the sense that I don't get it and I don't want to play it, it doesn't interest me. I think it is very beautiful and very well done. The voices are great and the design is very appealing. It's a thing of beauty. So much like Harry Potter, much like Lord of the Rings, I have almost no interest in this thing, but it's impressive and I like that it's popular. Jaina versus Illidan Stormrage. You are not prepared. I think that you transitioned well to another question of why is it popular and going into the interaction of humans to each other in, in games and the type of games that would bring two people together, whether it's on the floor of a comic book store or across a uh, an internet connection. There is this idea that multiplayer has become very popular and not just multiplayer of two people inside of an unreal kill factory who are sitting on a spawn point so they can just frag the shit out of somebody with a, with a BFG, big fucking gun, as they term it in the game Doom. But the idea of taking a strategy session based on cards which requires a rudiment of role-playing type acuity and the sort of inventory you would get from a collection. You know, I, I think part of the idea of a card game is curating a deck. At least part of Magic became collectability, which is why it had so much to do with comic book culture. Totally. You were just placing another collectible object that you could actually do something with as opposed to a comic book which was inert and static and, you know, just a, a floppy disposal method for storytelling into your face. I could see why it's popular. I guess I understand that. I guess I'm kept away from it by the actual game itself where I just can't play this type of thing right. because there's not enough of a realized world. Having seen the vista of a, a digitally rendered Los Angeles that's so faithful from, from Grand Theft Auto V, it is like synesthesia. Uh, you're putting on these goggles and, and going into this wonderful world. And I, I you, know, you can drive down Coanga, you can drive down Wilshire. Right. Uh, even though they don't call it Los Angeles, it is Los Angeles, and it's so real And that I played these games before I went out to the West Coast for the first time. And so that when I finally got to California, I felt like I knew this place already. I saw the Watts Towers. <laughs> In the game environment, I saw the, the the pier, and you know, better than just being in collateral uh, in postcards and things like that, you actually have a chance to walk a polygon figure around a recreation, and there's something so vivid about that. Right. This stuff is such um, what is it? it's almost like impressionist, right? You're talking about playing quantities against one another. So you you may have the skin of a dragon or a demon or a lich or a you know a fern wolf, a warrior, a knight, a fireball. You, you made up half of those words. I made up half of those words, but you. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing quantities against another. It's almost a little bit like, like you say, it's card games. It's not too far from Rummy. It's not too far from right. Middleborn. There is the idea that you have a fire versus ice, and there's a strategy. You know, don't play a fireball against a fire creature. That's just a common sense, but you also have the idea that you have to figure out numbers in your head. You have to make sure that this attack of right. six is going to do something and not deprive you of six points later. It's going to deprive the other poor bastard of six points. That is too granular for me. 
I didn't grow up with it, and not being a Dungeons and Dragons guy, who you know, again, it's just grinding pencil tip into graph paper. It's something that I looked at from afar and wished I was more into because it seems so immersive. But I found that same immersion with right. PlayStation, and there it is. I don't need something analog, nor do I need the digital. But you know, this is what's weird, right? It, this game is a digital representation of the analog. It's almost like playing right. gin rummy for PlayStation Four. All it is is a the game set is exactly the same thing. It's just a simulacra of it, and it's nearly totally unnecessary. It's a reflection of a reflection. I mean, I think what I was trying to say before that I wasn't saying cogently was there were card games based on computer games, and now we have a computer game based on a card game based on computer games. That's that's and Umberto that's Echo, think. man. You're going back into the simulacra. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Well, but this is what happens to any medium when it's around long enough. Uh, you brought up an interesting point about the collectability, something I didn't even hit on, and that's exactly why Magic the Gathering was at a comic book store. I mean, I saw something interesting with Pokemon, which is that my nephews were now 12. They love Pokemon when they were six seven and they weren't remotely old enough to understand the mechanics of the game they didn't play the game but they collected the cards and they liked the cards and they liked yeah. the characters and the cards were great the characters draw, were great right they draw pictures of the characters and name their stuffed animals after the characters and there was very much the sense of they could enjoy pokemon on a level that it wasn't intended to be enjoyed on i never liked dnd but i remember in my bunk at summer camp when i was 11 other kids would have dnd play dnd and i wouldn't play but I leaf through the monster manual. Oh, the monstrous compendium! Wow, that yeah, that was, I, I of course, that yes. Fascinating. These things are so deep, and they work on a level. I have a theory about games, and a lot of stuff. You know, people ask me a lot because I I work in trivia and I create trivia games. That like, why is trivia more popular now? And and I'm I'm starting to think that it might be a reason games are popular. I actually think people are, for lack of a better term, smarter than they used to be, <laughs> despite developments in this country. <laughs> and what I, what I mean by smarter, maybe smarter is the, more, the wrong word, but we have more knowledge. We have more things in our head. Perhaps there are less ways to use them productively. So what we're doing is we're looking for ways to use them amusingly. Oh, yeah, non-productively. Right. Why do we, we just, we have to do something with these fucking things. The real savior of humanity will be the person who figures out how to use these things to actually help. Trivia is more popular now because everyone's head is full of facts and figures and names of actors and flavors of otter pops and whatever the hell. And we got to do something with it. Maybe a game like Magic the Gathering is, I have this general knowledge about orcs and elves and, and fire trolls and whatever the hell. And I got to do something with it. I don't know. I might be off on the wrong tangent here but i think people are hungry for ways to use their brains and society really doesn't give us many ways so we turn to entertainment for it that's fair enough for i will not be touched by rabbles such as you Would young Noah Tarno have played this game? Would he have been a devotee? Not at all. If I didn't like D&D, I won't like this. Moving on. What about what about uh, some game that maybe if, if it was Cyclops, Captain America, Batman, Deathstroke, if it was, you know, you, you could have exact, had exactly these same cards just with a different character yeah. on it. Would that, have, well, would that have been a selling point? Probably not. I actually bought, when I was probably 11, I bought the DC Comics role-playing game, basically a DC Comics version of D&D. And I bought, like, the starter kit, and I never played 
I mean, maybe I didn't have friends to play it with who were interested, but I just never grasped it. There was something about the mechanics of it that, you know, th this is a problem for Hearthstone with me. It's not just the skin, it's also games like this. And this gets me to another point, which is, you know, I tried playing one of the big Batman video games, Batman Arkham City or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, sure. And I couldn't figure it out. I'm not a video game person. I mean, I didn't try that hard, but like, it just zip. It's just something about the way it works, the mechanics of it. My brain just doesn't connect with these things. So my nephews are 12, and they love board games. We often go to this uh, this board game, this really cool board game cafe in downtown Berkeley, the Victory Point Cafe. Really good place. Worth checking out. Uh, they have good snacks, too. And they have a thousand games. And my nephews are into the real strategy game. Or Cariscone, something like that. Settlers of Catan. Uh, we play Cargo Noir a lot. And I have trouble with a lot of these games because I just they seem so overly complicated. And I need to jump sure. in. Oh, yeah. Some of them I figure out. Sellers of Catan never quite worked for me. Cargo Noir I started liking. In fact, bought it for them for their birthdays. So we played at home now. Board games are far more complicated than they were when we were kids. When we were kids, I loved Monopoly. I loved Scrabble. I still love Scrabble. I loved the game of life. Parcheesi. Sorry. But they're more complicated now. They work, you know, in different dimensions. They were a lot more straightforward. And that's there's something about though. that. Yeah, that's, that's, you're talking about a really cool development. It's great. It, it attests to an increase in knowledge. It attests to an increase in, in capacity of thought and reasoning and strategy. I mean, that is actually a good development, I think. Maybe it's because I'm old and I don't, have, I don't have the patience to learn something new. But I look at these games and I kind of tune out. And I say to my nephews, I'm like, you have to hold my hand through this fucking game and yeah. show me how it's done. That's fine. That That's fine. Play with me, so it's fine. It's funny if I was a kid. You know what we had was simply like X Y axes type games, very simple, right. two two dimensional games. And yes, the three dimensional has picked up in the meantime. I definitely would have been into that stuff. I I feel like okay, I probably would have gotten into a game like Hearthstone with its mechanic if you put it in front of me before I was tempted by open sandbox and first-person shooters. If that right. was the stuff I graduated to and I had room in my heart for everything, that would have been perfect. As it is, there's no room in the adult Bill Scurry to imagine what the uh, child Bill Scurry would have wanted a piece of. So I could say confidently that I probably would have played it. I don't know if I would have enjoyed it the most just because I feel like there's a biological compulsion of me to run over people on the uh, Santa, Santa Monica boardwalk <laughs> in a Mustang. That is the gold standard of video game playing. That shows a little worse human nature than the idea of wanting a complicated strategy game. I'm Putting down somebody. bog monster cards to, to fight each other yeah. with ice crystals is fun. Oh, that just you're is killing a, me even that's saying a, it. Oh. That's a teething ring. Uh, that just would have had a temporary diversion over the real thing. Taste my steel! Speaking of bog monsters, is this game a sign of the apocalypse? No, no, not at all. This game's great. <laughs> it's, I, it's great, but not for me. No, like I say, this you gotta think to play this game. I mean, it's a simple game. So again, I'm not really talking about Hearthstone. I'm talking about the kinds of games that I view Hearthstone as being emblematic of. And I'm sure there's some game nerd out there listening right now. Like, he totally doesn't understand the subtleties of this game. Hearthstone's a completely different kind of thing. But whatever. It's beautiful. It's well-made. It's, I mean, if nothing else, it's harmless. No, there's nothing wrong with this game. I mean, you gotta think to play it. And there's no, I mean, I guess... The female characters I looked at are a little cheesecakey, which maybe that's a bad example for yeah. a ten-year-old kid boy. But it's no, this is not a sign of the apocalypse. I would agree with you in this case. I wish more stuff or the level, the level of quality that Hearthstone displays. I wish more things were. 
Yeah, I mean, you have um, nephews who are of the age uh, that they would play something like this and maybe have a little better right. insight into the mind of a child, but this is definitely not apocalyptic. I mean, and again, if it would have been the apocalypse, this is an ap- apocalypse that's 20 years unfolding just because kids have been playing games like this for a while. And I give them credit for having more clever games than we might have had when we were kids, not to pull focus away from Parcheesi or Life or Operation, but these definitely look like a, a better class of game than Hungry Hungry oh. Oh, yeah. as fun as those might yeah. have been so I, I if anything it's probably even a better sign for like you said is that these are testing kids intelligence a little more broadly than we were probably tested when we were a kid while still maintaining the skin of a game and the novelty of fun while having a better mechanic and something that probably puts you into a, a more complex mindset I, I it, it seems to me like your brain is focusing on things that ours weren't perhaps if we were the same age playing analog games back then then again yeah. I mean the apex for us was probably like a, an access and allies or risk that was a game that we grew into around the age yeah. of 12, 12 or 13 and those were enormous complicated yeah. things multiplayers yeah. tons of pieces and that is just probably an analog for this and that was as far that's as and, high and up I, as i went and i never liked those games and you never liked those just, games. you know i like straightforward games i like do this do, you know one of the things i like about trivia is it's less about strategy i don't like strategy games i like thought games i like puzzles in my duller moments, I like games that are pure luck. I like crossword puzzles. I like Sudoku. You know, I like brain teasers. Strategy. Something about strategy. I am a very much follow the rules, fill in the blanks, move forward step by step by step. Yeah. And when you start, I don't like chess very much. When you start getting into the third, fourth, fifth dimension of these various things, my brain tunes out. I don't think this says anything negative or positive about me. It's just the way my brain works. Yeah. So we're, we're talking about the two problems I have with Hearthstone here. That Hearthstone relies on two things that my brain just doesn't cotton to. One is the strategy game. And again, I know that some nerd out there is going, you guys didn't even play Hearthstone. Hearthstone isn't that kind of game. Fine, I'm lumping it in with other stuff. Forget about it. But there's that strategy kind of thing. And then there's the skin, as you put it, of wizards and warlocks and orcs and dwarves and magics and all this nonsense that, like, I don't care. So your bitter vitriolic bile is based on complete jealousy, is what you're telling me. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't like the game. I understand it. I, it's not. It's not a sign of the apocalypse. And but I do feel like for me there is this uh, component. There's a portfolio of jealousy of that uh, the image I conjured at the beginning of this broadcast, which is the kids sitting on the floor of the comic book store, and those are the same kids who were reading manga, the the first sort of translated manga from right to left. They right. were playing magic, and I thought, oh, I'm actually watching a new cultural generation blossom in front of me. And as it was, I was already too wedded to um, Roy. Thomas and John John Buscema and John Byrne and Walt Simerson comic books and I was part of that generation where I felt like well it's too I'm too far into this to throw out now but comic book culture and the comic book shop culture and the sort of nerd culture had transitioned in front of my eyes at an age where I was too old to access it it turned into this other more diverse portfolio uh, in front of me and these kids weren't necessarily reading the same shit comic books I were reading you know they got out of the image generation and they were instead following up on um, manga and and anime and magic and, and things like that. And so I'm jealous of the fact that yeah. I, I watched it renew and I didn't get a piece of it. 
and I had just sort of sit passively from afar and wonder how much fun that was. But that happens to everyone as they get older. I was such a rock geek and music geek when I was a kid. I mean, when I was 19 years old, I felt like I knew everything there was to know about what was going on in current pop music. And now I feel like I know nothing. You know, as you get older, you lose touch with everything culturally in current. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to get too far in this direction, but I think that's part of our political problem in this country is that people who see culture changing and they don't feel like they're part of the vanguard of mainstream culture anymore and it's very easy to get petulant about that it's very easy to get angry i don't get it i'm not at the center of it so it sucks that's very human nature so that happens with everything man geek culture was going to leave you behind one way or another this is the one component in the way it did like music i didn't have that with movies i'm still uh still into but this is the one component of geek culture that has has abandoned me or vice versa i've abandoned it well yeah i mean i think there's a lot of you know we're in a unique generation in terms of geek culture and that it hasn't left us behind so much because geeks took over hollywood true i remember when i saw comic-con on the cover of entertainment weekly i'm like oh my god like when i read entertainment weekly in high school i'm imagining like a half page article about comic-con making fun of it (laughs) and now they're like we have to be on top of this you want to talk revenge of the nerds they took over hollywood they took over entertainment to a huge extent yeah it's true we're in an age we're in a generation where we can ride it a lot longer than anyone could before it's become a commodity what will become of it in the future only cthulhu knows (laughs) Well, with the tolling of the Shugoth cultures, I believe that brings us to the end of another episode. So you can find past episodes of our show on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can tweet us at Noah and Bill Show on Twitter. You can write to us traditionally via email at Noah and Bill Don't Get It at gmail.com. You can visit our website, I Don't Get It Podcast.com. You can find me, Bill Scurry, at William Scurry on Twitter, and I'm on YouTube at AM Caesar. My good friend here, Noah Tarno, is findable at, at Noah Tarno on Twitter. Bigquizthing.com. Oh, uh, 2017, I'm in the midst of what I'm calling my 2017 karaoke marathon. I am trying to sing as many karaoke songs this year as possible. Uh, hoping to crack 300 uh, today, early February. I'm currently at 37 songs, so I'm on track. Uh, and I'm raising money for the American Civil Liberties Union. I have pledged $1 per song, and I'm asking other people to do likewise or pledge more or pledge less. So you can learn about that. Uh, NoahTarno.com. Match him, folks. This is a good cause. I'm going to do it. You should, too. Yes. Yes, it is. All so, right. Until next time, uh, when we ask the question, do we get it? I don't get it. I don't get it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2017.